Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, every week we have the opportunity to praise God for just being able to gather together like we do and to give him honor and glory because today is the day that the Lord has made and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am and I hope that you are also. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, we are continuing to go through the times and the seasons that we are continuing to go going on through. But we are not alone because we have on our side none other than the Savior, our Lord, Jesus Christ, who is sitting at the right hand of the Father, even as I speak to you now, making supplication for you and I. I am so thankful and so grateful to have this opportunity to spend with you today. And let's not wait any longer. Let's go into God's word and see what the Lord has to say to us today. And I believe traveling pulpit family, what the Lord is telling us today is that there is power in silence. There is power in silence. Over in the book of First Thessalonians 5, from the handwritten letter of Paul, who wrote these words concerning the people of that day in Thessalonica, but also concerning the people of this day in the year 2021. Paul writes these words. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night, while people are saying there is peace and security. Then sudden destruction will come upon them as a labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for the day to surprise you like a thief for you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet of hope and salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing." Paul wrote those letters to the church of Thessalonica that has stood the test of time into our present day. And these words that were as powerful as they were written then are still as powerful as they are read now. And traveling pulpit family, what I want to get to get across to you today is that there is power in silence. 
There is power in silence. Paul wrote that while people are saying there is peace and security, peace and security in what? This world has none, not ever offered us any type of peace, nor has it ever kept us secure. But the only peace and security we get is in the comfort of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who promised the Holy Spirit to come and comfort us in our grieving times. Well, it seems that we are still in those grieving times, but concerning the times and the seasons, let us not babble like the world does, but let us be silent so that the Lord will process through us so that the world will see and know that we belong to him. Proverbs 21 verse 23 says, whoever keeps his mouth and tongue keeps himself out of trouble. Sometimes brothers, you just have to shut up. You just got to keep your mouth quiet. You just have to say nothing. Sisters, sometimes you just have to shut up and not say anything. Brothers and sisters, when someone says something to you, when they lay the foundation of a trap before your very feet, not every response needs a response or every comment needs a response. Sometimes you have to walk away from those things, recognizing that those people are of the darkness, that they are drunk of the night. But we are not children of the night. We are not drunk by the night. We are sober in the light of Christ. And he must come through in us so that we can overcome that darkness that wants to take us over. Psalms 46 and 10 and most famous Psalm, Psalm scripture says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. You know, when you look at the book of Malachi, before you get to the book of Matthew, there is a gap of about 400 plus years, maybe 406 to 410 years where God went silent. He said nothing to mankind. He had absolutely no words. He just remained silent. When he did speak again, he did not speak to mankind like he once did to the prophets. What he did was he spoke through his son. When his son came onto the earth, and now it seems that everyone has something to say. Everyone has has a voice. Everyone is saying what they want other people to hear. They are saying what they want other people to know. But is what people want to hear and is what people are wanting to know, is it the truth? You see, First John reminds us, First John 4 reminds us, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this, 
By this, you know, the spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not is not from God. That spirit is of the Antichrist. We are bombarded by words. What we need to do is be silent. Be silent because the Lord will speak through us in our silence. But we are a culture of people who have to say something. We are judged by our words, how well we say them, how good they sound, and how wonderful they make us feel. Sometimes, rather oftentimes, it is more trustworthy in the Lord to stay silent in him than it is to be mouthy in the world. Proverbs 10 and 19 says, when words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. Psalms 17:28 says, even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. Let me, let me, let me paint a picture for you real quick, traveling pulpit family. If you've ever been in a room of three or more people and everyone isn't saying nothing at all, it's silent. You have water, apple juice, coffee, you know, fruit, whatever you have in there, and you have silent people in there. Do you realize that not everyone will remain silent in that room? Because the spirit of God is not on everyone. You see, sometimes in a room such as that, somebody has to say something because the quietness drives people crazy. There are some people who cannot stand to be quiet. Some people just have to say something, even if it doesn't make sense at all. They have to say something. You know, a lot of your. I guess you would say. I don't know what to call it nowadays. We used to call it rap growing up. Rap music for us growing up was a word of consciousness about what was going on in the world. Well, they don't call it rap anymore. I think they call it hip hop now. So you see how the the word rap turned into the word hip hop, where rap was talking about something of some some consciousness, something that you can take from the 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 message or the 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 rap song that was being played to now they're just saying anything anything that sounds good anything that will catch an ear anything that will drive a soul away from god because everyone has to say something psalm 62 and 5 says for god alone o my soul Wait in silence for my hope is from him. 
The Lord God is our hope and our salvation. Sometimes being quiet is the most powerful, effective weapon in the world. Because a fool, as the psalmist wrote, even a fool is considered wise until he opens his mouth. But with his lips closed, he's deemed intelligent. But when he opens his mouth, he removes all doubt. Sometimes it's better to remain silent. The book of Hebrews reminds us the first book of Hebrews, the first chapter tells us long ago at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. You see, traveling pulpit family, silence is powerful. Because when we are silent, the word of God is speaking through us more than we could ever announce from our voices. It is coming through us. We have that relationship with him that if we remain silent, we remain trustworthy in him that he will speak on our behalf. And all you have to do is be quiet. That's all you have to do. The Lord will take care of the rest. He has your back. He has your front. He has your sides, has your head, has your feet. He has you surrounded. You can walk in this world, this sin sick, sin filled world and not be harmed because you are quiet. And because of your quietness, you are covered. He has you covered, traveling pulpit family. There is no need to worry. There is no need. There is no need to say that there is peace and security. There is no need to say that because you know where your peace is. You know where your security comes from and you know the relationship that you have with your heavenly father. There is no need to say like the world. There is no need to say like the world. There is peace and security. There is no reason to get comfortable into this world, but in all ways, stay silent. And continue to grow in the Lord. Why? Because the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. It would be better traveling pulpit family for our father to come and find you working, being quiet, allowing his spirit to work through you so that others might get the understanding of who you truly are than to be standing on the sideline, running off at the mouth, making yourself look great among those who are greater than you, but don't realize that they're greater than you because some won't be quiet to take an inventory of their own life. There are going to be those who will not escape 
the coming destruction that cat that that comes upon them suddenly because they were too busy running off at the mouth making themselves look good before before others who were silent before them those who are silent before the ones who are are absolutely mouthy who are out of control who have to boast and brag about the things that they have or the things that they've gathered they do not realize how weak they are See, the world has gassed some people up over the possessions that they have and not the salvation that is in them. And some people have lost their salvation because of the, 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 the materialistic things of this world. But that day will come upon them suddenly. And the destruction will be so great that they will not be able to escape. So my word to you, traveling pulpit family, remain silent. Let the Lord speak through you. Let the Holy Spirit cover you. And let the blood of Christ run through your veins so that you won't have to say anything in that day. He will find you working. He will take you with him. You won't have to prove yourself to anyone. Because he has already done everything to prove himself to us. The only thing we have to do is believe. It is that simple. All we have to do is believe. And in doing so, Romans 10, 9. This is how you can begin your relationship with him. This is how you can bridle your tongue. Remember Proverbs 21 and 23, whoever keeps his tongue and mouth keeps himself out of trouble. This scripture right here, Romans 10, 9, is how you begin to keep yourself out of trouble. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, if you're going to run off at the mouth about anything, if you're going to use your tongue to do anything, use your tongue to confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart after you used your tongue to confess that Jesus is Lord, that God raised him from the dead. And because of your tongue that you use to confess that the Lord died on the cross for your sin, because you used your tongue that opened your heart to believe that the Lord God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And you don't have to say another word after that because the Holy Spirit will say everything he needs to say through you. I've said before on this podcast, and I will say again on this podcast, preach the word wherever you go. And if necessary, use words. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you once again for the opportunity to just come and just share this message with you. This is a message that was heavy on my heart, and I just wanted to, to just remind some to bring the awareness to others so that we can all know what the Lord is saying to us. It is so important, Traveling Pulpit family, that you understand the days and the times that we are in but also recognize the field that is plentiful and the laborers who are few. The laborers 
and the field for harvest is more important than the times and in the situations that we're in. The reason why I say it's more important is because it's more important to get everyone we can, anyone we can, who will accept the Lord Jesus as their savior. And that is more important. When you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is you. But how many more brothers and sisters are out there in the field that you have now become a laborer to the Lord Jesus Christ? How many of them out there in the field don't have what you have now? That's why it's so important that you go out in that field and you work also. Come alongside me. Let's work together. It's not a body count. No, it's a harvest. We are harvesting for the Lord. We're not, we're not body counting for ourselves. This is not a competition. We are harvesting for the Lord. We are workers in the garden. And one day he will come. Yes, he will. I don't know when. It's not my responsibility to know when. My responsibility is this. Telling you how important it is to be out there on that field with me. Laboring for the Lord. That's what it, that's what is important. Being out there on that field laboring for the Lord. Won't you join me? Won't you come aboard the traveling pulpit and support the traveling pulpit? Won't you do so? We need your support. So many voices are out there. And all they want is one thing. All they want is one thing. And it's not you. I want you. I want your support. I want you to join me out there on that field so we can harvest as many as we can for the Lord. Because when that day of destruction comes, like labor pain strike, strikes a pregnant woman, there will, there will be some who will not be able to escape. But I've said enough today, Traveling Pulpit family. I want to thank you for this, this opportunity to just share I want to thank you for this opportunity to spread this awareness to you. God is good all the time. He is good. When you don't think he's good, he's good. When you do think he's good, he's good. When you are aware that he's good, he's good. When you're unaware that he's good, he's good. There is power in silence. Traveling Pulpit family, check me out on Wednesdays with the word now on Facebook Live. The page is the Traveling Pulpit on Facebook or just the Traveling Pulpit. You can look it up through your Facebook page. We go live every Wednesday from 1215 to 1245. I am looking to do more things in the year to come. If it is the Lord's will, the Traveling Pulpit is growing the podcast and the ministries, they, we are growing and we want you to be a part of this movement. We want you to be a part of this effective movement that is hitting the earth. We have been going strong for over two years now and we will not cease. We will not succumb, but we will continue to march forth with this word in our mouths. 
with this word present through our through our silence. We will continue to march forward. So with that being said, Traveling Pulpit family, I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a wonderful week to come. And if you have an opportunity, a chance on Wednesday around 12, 12, 15, please join us for Wednesday with the word. It is live on Facebook. And as always, preach the gospel to everyone, everyone. And if necessary, use words. Bye for now, Traveling Pulpit family. I love you. Look forward to doing this with you again on next Saturday, if it is the Lord's will. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, saying goodbye. I love you. Go in peace, and we'll see you later.